Welcome to episode 211 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to bust out some wine. Uh, we went to Tombstone, Arizona and uh, <clears throat> did a few or a couple wine tastings mm-hmm. while we were there. And uh, and we got this wine and um, we wanted to give a shout out to the wine company <laughs> yeah um yeah we met desiree at the little wine place i don't yeah. know what you call it it uh-huh. was a store it was like a little shop yeah, a little yeah. shop right uh-huh. there right there in the heart of tombstone mm-hmm. and uh met pretty much their whole family yeah uh-huh. her mother-in-law is the parks and rec director yeah for cochise county mm-hmm. and uh yeah, so it we I and it's funny because like I know it's part of like the what is it the passion, passion vineyards or passion cellars and the cabal cellars, and they had like a few different names on yeah. the on the stuff that they gave us. But we we tried several different wines, uh-huh. and then we were like, you know what, we got to buy a couple of these. So we got this one and another one that we'll have on here. But this one we just figured since we brought it from Tombstone, we do this one first because this is the the Doc Holiday 2019 Gambler. Yeah, and it's a, a table red. Yeah. Um, and it's good. Everything we tried uh, yeah, was, was really, really good. good. They had uh-huh. a really good Moscato. They had, I mean, yeah. all kinds of good. I don't think we tried a wine I didn't like. I know. Um, all of them, yeah. All at the place. Really, really sweet good. people. Really nice. Really friendly. We hung out there for like an hour or so. I know. We, yeah. met, a, we met another really nice family while uh-huh. we were there too. And yeah. They were all there. And yeah, so we all just hung out and tasted wine and. Had, had a good, a good old time, time. Yeah. and they held it for us uh-huh. so we could finish running around Tombstone. And we just went back there before they closed and uh-huh. yeah. grabbed the bottles. So yeah, so we're gonna feature this this episode, and then we still have another bottle um, that we'll bust out. I think it's the Conspiracy. Yeah, and yeah, it's really good too. Uh-huh. So we'll yeah, have that they, on a yeah, they, future episode. They were super sweet people, um, and uh, yeah, we we told them that we would give them a a little. A little nod <laughs> yeah um on social media and on our podcast so of course yeah we we really like it it's mm-hmm. really good wine uh so this week we are going to be talking about signs of an unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. um i don't know like we were we <laughs> it's so funny well we were thinking about it anyway and then like all of a sudden last night um, I'm outside letting the dogs out to go to bed for, you know, the night or whatever. And then I hear the neighbors behind us, like, freaking yelling at each other mm-hmm. and, like, shit being thrown and all this stuff. And we're like, gee, I was like, what the hell? Like, they're, the people behind us are, like, fighting or something. And, um, and so it's like, write it down. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, because we were already talking about doing the... The yeah. signs and, and, you know, we want to come up with this stuff on our own. We mm-hmm. don't want to just regurgitate an article or something somebody else said. So we, li- we like to make it our own perspective and our own well, point of view on it. Well, because most of the time... It's all the same our shit. Point, well, yeah, and our point of view is different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And so we do have to really come up with this shit on our own. Yeah, and, and most of the stuff, I mean, it's like everything. You go up there, if you, you search for articles, you're going to get 20 articles that all say the same thing. Mm-hmm. They all list the exact same stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's really like, well, some of that's right, but some of it's not. Mm-hmm. And or, or from our point, we disagree with it, or some of it we do agree with. But Yeah. So we yeah, we already had, <clears throat> excuse me, we already had a couple of things listed and, and 
as, as we try to think of episodes, when we know we want to have a topic we talk about, it's not just right then and there we discuss it. It's mm-hmm. here's a good topic, write it down, and then we just kind of build the topic yeah. as the days go by. And yeah, we, we see bad examples of relationships like, oh, write that down. Mm-hmm. Or we see, we see you know, some idiot say something on social media like, oh, write that down. Yeah. That's another bad side or whatever. So we, we kind of go through a process of mm-hmm. building the episode. And yeah, 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 that's exactly what we do. Uh-huh. You know, there's so many dumbass couples out there. It's easy to get this type of information. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But so before we dive any deeper into uh, unhealthy relationships, um, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. And this is going to segue directly in to the topic. Mm-hmm. This is very reminiscent of stuff we've seen lately. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like another thing very close to this just yesterday. Mm. And that's when I was like, are you kidding me? That's when Seth and I were talking about it. I'm like, that's like 90% of women's names. Did uh, you hear me say that? No. Uh-uh. Um, so so I, I've seen something like this around and about. Um, this was from some idiot on TikTok called like, I think, One Call Maverick or something like that is what it was, who posted it, but. It says, the perfect couple is a crazy woman with an A or E in her name who basically belongs in a mental asylum and a bearded man calm enough to put up with her crazy ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shut up. Yeah. I, I, I get so sick of that crap. Uh-huh. I mean, first of all, the amount of women's names that have an A or E in it. I know, mine does. Is well, so almost everybody's yeah. does. And I know there's probably, well, no, not not Nikki, not Vicky. Okay, I get it. Smart ass. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying most names have an A or E. It's the most common vowels on the planet. Uh-huh. So th- I hate stuff like that. Yeah. And then I, what the hell does a bearded man have to do with I it? I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing, like. Like the the chubby bearded guy. Mm-hmm. Let's shave off my beard just so I'm not part of this group. <laughs> you would, but you know this is this is one of those things that once again it's it, it's a it's a dysfunctional, unhealthy couple trying to make light of the fact that they're too lazy to leave one another and too stupid and too worthless to find a good partner. Yeah, I know. Um, and and. I know that most of the stuff is said in jest, but it's there's a half truth, a big half truth there, mm-hmm. at least a half truth. Oh yeah, yeah. And and sure. this men need to stop accepting crazy fucking women mm-hmm. as the norm. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. put up with it. Yeah, I mean that's that 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 is the number one toxic female to avoid. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, you see it all the time though, and, yeah. and that's the thing. Like that's why. That's why so there. I'm sure there was, thou you know, hundreds of thousands of likes on this damn post. Oh yeah, because so many people relate to it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, so many people relate. And oh, that's my wife, or oh, that's so me. You know, like mm-hmm. what the fuck? You guys are freaking toxic. Yeah, well, and 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 once again, it's this doesn't work the other way. Mm-mm. You would never see that where it, like the perfect couple. Is is the bearded guy with an A or E in his name that's crazy and batshit crazy and psychotic and the calm blonde woman that keeps them intact. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. No. Why, why, why are we so comfortable and quick to be happy that women are acting crazy and psychotic? Yeah, I know. 
It's dumb. It d- makes no sense. You know, your grandma didn't movie. act like that. Mm-hmm. Your mom didn't act like that. You know, yeah. why, why, I don't know why this is now not only acceptable but applauded, and mm-hmm. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, like, like you said, oh, that's so me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're fucking dumb. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, and and it's like I said last week. It's not that he's calm and levels you out. He's disconnected. Mm-hmm. He's scared. He doesn't care. I know. He's checked out. He's disengaged. It's mm-hmm. not really that, you know, you're having an issue and he's your calming peace. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is. It's that you fly off the handle at everything and he just could give a shit. I know. That's all that it is. That is exactly it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But this ties directly to the very first thing we want to have on the yeah, list. Yeah. Yes. About how you know you're in an unhealthy relationship. Yes. Your temperaments. Are unmatched. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple. That 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 is that. Mm-hmm. That is, you shouldn't have to have completely. I mean, we, like you said too. Again, last week was opposite stone attract. Mm-hmm. And but like, yeah, you should you should have matched temperaments. Yeah, and and there is there is an absolute time and place. In relationships, in friendships, and in all kinds of relationships where, uh, you know, and and obviously we're talking about marriage, so I'll I'll stick with that. But in marriage, geez, I got the hiccups, that there is a time where one partner is going to be weak or close to the edge, and the other one has to be the calming presence. Mm -hmm. That should be the exception. That should not be your standard operating procedure Day in and day out and week after week. Mm-hmm. That if you have your, the, and, and I'm going to say the woman because that's what it stereotypically is. Mm-hmm. The woman is constantly having to be talked off the edge mm-hmm. of whatever or overreacting to whatever or whatever's going on. Um, and the guy's trying to calm her, calm her down and make sure she's okay and comfort her. There is a time and place. You're going to deal with things that happen where that is going to be needed. Mm-hmm. But that should be the exception. We're talking minimally once maybe twice a year Mm -hmm. if that if that yeah and but not daily not weekly not monthly can you imagine how draining oh my god that would be to be with somebody like that and if you are somebody like that picture put yourself in your partner's shoes you Mm -hmm. know like how would how would you feel if they were that way? Wouldn't that be draining on you? I mean, if if, if you if you can honestly look at yourself in the mirror like these people do and say, I, I I sure am lucky to have them. I don't know how they put up with me. I don't fucking know how they put up with your ass either. And that doesn't mean you're lucky. That means you are you willingly and knowingly are creating a problem, and you're going to continue to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's not what your spouse is there for. Mm-mm. I know. You, you know, and so your your spouse is there to be your emotional support when needed, right? Not because you're a crazy psychotic woman. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I was thinking, like, kind of, you know, to to that goes kind of in line with that is. Uh, that your support structure 
is in an unhealthy relationship your support structure isn't your partner and and so like you know with with your partner you know you having to to be that person for your partner also there are the couples that don't have or that don't use their partner as their support system mm-hmm and so I was just thinking that it would be kind of a good segue into that one. Yeah, I mean the the you should be and and once I don't I, I think that kind of sounds counterintuitive I guess I know to say it that way. But, yeah, I you know. should be your partner's support structure. the 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 point of of the first piece is that that's an abused position mm-hmm. that you need constant care. Mm-hmm. And, and and even before we move on to, to the second piece of that, I, I do believe more couples, more people need to look at their actions from the perspective of, would my attitude, would my actions, would my, my flying off the handle, would my psychotic, erratic, emotional, crazy, fucking bitch-ass behavior be acceptable outside of the institute of marriage? Mm-hmm. Would I be able to act like this at the store? Would I be able to act like this at my work? And, and the answer for some of you crazy-ass women is, yes, you do do that. But it's still not acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is the loud bitch on the airplane that's causing a scene. Mm-hmm. This is the loud bitch at the store that's, you know, pulling a Karen or claiming some kind of unfair treatment mm-hmm. because of something else. This is the woman that nobody wants to work with because she flies off the handle. So it's not acceptable anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you can rationally look at it and be like, you know what? If I pulled that shit at work, I'd probably get fired. You probably shouldn't pull that with your spouse. Yeah, I know. Now, oh with all of that being said, the psychotic, crazy behavior aside, your day-to-day life struggles, speed bumps... Your partner should be your support Mm -hmm. in good and bad. When you have a rough day, you should be able to talk to your spouse about it. When you have a great day, you should be able to talk to your spouse about it. And in fact, your spouse should be the number one person on your contact priority when something good or bad happens. Mm -hmm. But if you're one of those people that picks up the phone and calls your sister, calls your mom, calls your dad, calls your friend over your spouse, Mm -hmm. that's a very unhealthy sign of a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are you able to call everyone else Mm -hmm. and not able to call and talk to your partner? Why, why can't they be your support system? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's, you married this person for a reason. You fell in love with them. They should be your person for everything. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and it's, it's so funny because I'm and I know it's it's been a common theme that I've brought up one way or another over the last few episodes, but I'm just seeing more and more couples who marriage is a novelty. Mm-hmm. It's it, whether it's the people we talked about last week that don't understand the commitment, or the people that we personally know that we're like, "Why the fuck are you even married?" Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm seeing it more and more where it's literally just a novelty to be married. Mm-hmm. It's not you didn't marry your best friend. You're not. You're not married to your support structure. You're not married to your person. You're not, that's not, you say all that shit and you pretend like it is on social media, but you're not. Mm -hmm. That's not who you want to spend time with. That's not who you want to vent to. That's not who you want to bring your problems to. That's not who you want to share good news with. That they are 
not the last person that you share that stuff with, but they're not the priority and they're not the first person. And if that's how you're treating them as a backup, that's a horribly unhealthy sign in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so think about that. I mean, if, if you have, if you have a spouse, if you have, you know, if your husband, you know, every time he, something good happens and he comes home, he's like, Hey babe, guess what? I got a promotion. She's like, Oh man, that's great. And he's like, yeah, I, I called my mom on my way home and told her she's real proud of me. That should sting. Oh. He shouldn't be calling mommy before you. No. no, he shouldn't. You know? That would be so irritating. Oh, yeah. I would be like, why? Like, why can't why you? Why couldn't you tell me first? Yeah. Did you, why didn't you try to call me? Oh, I know I was going to see you when I got home. Yeah. I just, I was just so excited I had to share it with somebody. And I wasn't that somebody. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That makes me irritated. Y- yeah, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I've never done that. I know. Why are you getting mad at me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm a just... lot of times you're the only person I tell stuff to. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I don't even share it with everybody else. I know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to, to deal with that, to be with somebody like that. Though. Mm-hmm. It, but it's also equally stinging from the other perspective. If if you if you came to me and was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm dealing with uh, I'm struggling with, you know, whatever, trying to figure out what I want to do with this or what direction I want to go in. And we have a conversation and I say something like, yeah, that's what my sister said. And I'm like, wait, you're already already talked to your sister about this. Like that would be equally annoying, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And it should be those conversations i'm not saying you shouldn't have those conversations with your mom or with your sister or with your siblings or with your friends i'm not saying to keep everything a secret but your go-to instinct should be your partner if you're if you don't have the faith and trust and respect for your partner to go with them first once again that's why we say that this is a sign that you're in an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. and if you're sitting there saying well you know uh, you know my husband just he you know he doesn't give me the response i want but but my dad does okay well that's Bing, ding, ding, ding. You're in an unhealthy relationship. Like, well, you know, every time I tell, every time I tell my wife about what's going on, she just, she acts like she doesn't care. Okay, ding, ding, ding. You're in an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So whatever your reasoning that you're going to give to push back on why you don't share these with your partner, you're just reiterating the fact that yours truly is absolutely fucking right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you're funny. What? I'm just saying. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, and it's true. It's true. And it that may sting too, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. And, and and the deeper question is, why are you mad at, not why are you mad at me about it? Mm-hmm. Why isn't your partner your go-to? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, and if it's because of, of their response or lack of response, their lack of care, their apathy or lack of empathy or whatever it is, that's the problem that needs to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. For so sure. you can fix that. You can change that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to change me being right. <laughs> but you can change that other shit that's going on. Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. And some people may not want to change. Cheers to that. And change it because they'd be like, fuck Seth. <laughs> You know? yeah, don't don't be happy out of spite towards me. That's yeah. really gonna that's really gonna make your day better. Yeah, that's so dumb. <clears throat> uh, so, but the next one is you fight in public, or your arguments are loud enough for your neighbors to hear. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If if don't be that couple. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you do not want to be that couple. If you live in a neighborhood or an apartment complex or a duplex or whatever your living situation is, you do not want to be the couple 
that your neighbors are like, oh, great, they're at it again. Yeah, I was, me and my ex were that couple, and... Getting notices from the... Well, we never really got... Oh, you didn't? Notices. Um, we got, like, uh, like, the lady... But maybe it was the lady above us, something. She got, she like came to our door or something. And, and then, but later on, I didn't realize that even our other neighbor that like lived on the, uh, across from us, um, that like he would hear our fights until Seth and I get together and he gets his tattoos done by yeah, him. That's my tattoo guy. And, uh, he tells, he told Seth. The, he would hear us fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and that's, that's embarrassing. I mean. It should be. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's the thing that if, and, and that's, that's, that's another, I mean, there, there is a wide group of people out there that are too fucking ignorant to even be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. If you're true. not embarrassed, you are a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing behavior should be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yelling, screaming at each other where neighbors and people can hear you should be embarrassing. And so at least you had the common sense and, you know, self-awareness to be embarrassed. embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. And because there's a lot of people that don't even have that. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, mind your own fucking business. I know. We would have if, if you would shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it became our business when I could hear everything you're saying through your walls. Yeah. Now it's my business because mm-hmm. you're loud. So shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that. I think that at least if you are aware of what you're doing and you're embarrassed by it, that's at least a good sign. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know there's a problem. Now fix it. I know. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it is embarrassing to even think that I was in a relationship like that where I would yell and he, he, he wasn't as bad as I was with yelling. I, I think that's typical. Yeah, I know. I was a typical woman and he was a typical dude. Yeah. <laughs> and cuz I don't know, girls get fucking rowdy and or women get rowdy and it's just like I don't know. I don't know why women are so confrontational. I'm not that way anymore. Well, you don't have a reason to be. I know. I know. I don't. I mean, that and that's we, we've talked about it on here. The reason you reacted that way is because his dumbassery mm-hmm. pulled that out of you, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why we've had the conversation, like about these women that were like, "Well, is she is she really a bitch, or is he making her a bitch?" Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times you find out that oh, she's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. He just brought that out because he's so clueless. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you now now I don't want to give too much credit to these women because there are women that are just so displeased and upset that they're going to yell just because they like to hear their own voice yell. Yeah, These are the same type of women that listen to Cardi B. <laughs> and that's my favorite meme, that <laughs> women who like Cardi B are the women who think talking louder is winning the argument. Mm-hmm. So if that's you, if you think that just raising your voice is how you get your message across, you're that Cardi B bitch. Yeah, I know. Um, so there are women that are just like that. Mm-hmm. But there are women that that's not who they are. Mm-mm. But the the partner's action or lack of action is creating this reaction from there which would be you know if they have a good partner a docile agreeable mm-hmm. sweet good-natured partner like you because if you if you tell that to people that know you now that didn't know you then they wouldn't believe you oh they wouldn't no way They'd they would like, not 
You're, I... You smile all the time. I can't even picture you yelling. Oh, man. I know. But, like, yeah. He would be able to tell you. My sister would be able to tell you. You know, I I have completely changed. And it's just, it is funny because, yeah, people now, that they're like, what? You're, like, the sweetest thing. How... How in the heck did you ever do any of that? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's so funny because the wrong partner brings out the worst in you. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did to me. Yeah. And just like the right partner will bring out the best in you. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you, you don't want to be that couple. No. So if, if you know you're having those fights. Oh my gosh. That's... Well, and, and you know, I, I said, I mentioned it in the beginning where. We had that. We had a neighbor behind us that freaking was like literally throwing shit. But then, like even when we lived in Colorado, we had another neighbor, and they lived across the street from us. Well, they would fight with their windows open. Oh my! I mean, gosh. if you're gonna be that loud, and it was same thing, it was her uh-huh. screaming. Yeah. Uh, this one was him. Yeah, he was. It was a. Dude. It was him screaming. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they they would leave their windows open. Yeah. And start, she would start screaming at her husband and fighting, and then the kids would start screaming and crying. Yes. And it's like, you do realize everybody's hearing you. And she did, and she did realize it. And she, and she's probably one of like the crazy girls that posts some dumb shit memes. Actually, now she seems to have, I don't know, gotten her life in control. Maybe she just realized it's not good to share that dirty laundry. I don't know. She, she just seems. A lot better now. Like I don't know. She's she found God and and all of that and and she just doesn't seem as witchy mm. <laughs> as she was. And and she wasn't ever witchy to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ever. Yeah. But like she was totally <clears throat> a witch to her husband. Well, and he deserved it. Oh, for sure. He's he's that's the, the thing. That's the guy we referred to him before. He yes. slapped a young the girl neighbor. right on the ass yeah. at a party. Yeah. So everything that she dished out at him, he deserved. Oh, for sure. For sure. Kind of a loser. Uh-huh. Kind of a jerk. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. So it wasn't... She She kind of got the bad rap because she was the loudest one. But yeah. when you got to know them, you're like, well, yeah, he... I'm surprised she's not yelling at him even more. I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and, and once again, this isn't... If we say these things... It's not about justifying why you do it. If it's happening, that's the sign. That it it's not is. the cause exactly. or effect. I mean, that's what you can fix, but the end result is the same. You're still in an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. So the next one is another one that is uh, something that I personally dealt with in my previous relationship, and that is addiction. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think that addiction is probably pretty obvious (laughs) that you're in an unhealthy relationship but i think that there i think that it sucks that you we even have to like say it like it get out you know and and i i think you know that there's and i guess we probably should have said this at the beginning um because i wanted the addiction one on here very specifically because it's not necessarily the addiction that we typically talk about. Yeah. There are blatant things that we aren't going to cover that should that you should know beyond a shadow of a doubt you're in a health relationship where, you know, you're you're not having any sex. Mm-hmm. Um, someone is addicted to drugs mm-hmm. or alcohol. They are physically abusive. They're verbally abusive. They're 
you know, those type of things. Those are they're, obvious. They've, they're a criminal, <laughs> you know. There, there are obvious things that say that. But the reason I wanted the addiction on there is because it is in different forms outside of drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. They could be addicted to porn. They could be addicted to video games. They could be, you know, addicted to stuff like that. That's not necessarily... I would I would say that like I don't know because like the porn thing because I know that even in the porn episode I think that we're like I don't really believe in someone being addicted to porn and I think that we need to be careful with with how we say that because I think that some women could think like or can say my husband is addicted to porn and I don't think he's really addicted to porn you're just not having sex with him. Mm-hmm. And what else is he going to do? I put video games in the same thing. Though. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, 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 I think that they're, yeah. And so, yeah, I think you're right. That You kind of, you do have to be careful where you don't want to let somebody completely off the hook when the result is an environment they created by having lack of attention for their partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that there are instances where it's not necessarily lack of sex that creates that. Mm-hmm. It is just their personality and their behaviors and their addictive personality and their addictive behaviors that put them into that. I mean, and, and you know, it could be gambling. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff <coughs> Excuse me, that people can become addicted to. Or show some kind of signs or forms of addiction, mm-hmm. and so that that's why I want on there. Just because it's it I, it is beyond just the typical drugs and alcohol that we usually talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I think I do think drugs and alcohol. That's an obvious one. It is. You're not going to have a healthy relationship when your partner's addicted to drugs and alcohol. No. Um, and I do think that even with like alcohol or, or drugs, there are you know mild cases where. You wouldn't necessarily say your partner is addicted, but they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Where it, it, you you may have that partner, that husband, that it's not that he comes home every night and gets hammered drunk, but if you do go out to a social event, you have to drag him home mm-hmm. because he doesn't know his limits, he doesn't know his tolerance, he's always embarrassing, he's the ass at the parties, whatever that is. Th- those, if you find yourself in those moments of having to be the caregiver mm-hmm. constantly you can't go out and have a good time without you having to babysit your partner mm-hmm. that that's a that's an unhealthy sign mm-hmm. as well yeah that is i know you know mm-hmm. once again that type of behavior should be the exception mm-hmm. that should be happening minimally yeah you shouldn't be getting to that point every time you have a sip of alcohol mm-hmm. right know? i know because it doesn't mean that you're addicted. doesn't mean that you're losing your job and burning bridges. It's just you just have no idea how to handle, handle your, your booze or your drugs or whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think that... But I do think that, like, I know that there are people out there that, like, will will still be, like, that still need to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. that even... Even the big Oh, yeah. Things, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, that that is... True, true. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, they need to hear it. They need to know that it's 
it's unhealthy. Yeah. It is unhealthy. It's unhealthy and unacceptable. Yes. Yes. You should not accept that yeah. at all. Yeah. The next one is uh, you're always walking on eggshells. You're going to sing it. Eggshells. Yeah. No. Yes. Eggshells. I mean, oh, gosh, how... How awful is that? Oh, my God. that's that's how that's how my life was in my last marriage. It was during the week. It wasn't too bad because we didn't have that much FaceTime with one another. It was a little bit in the morning, if that. A little bit in the evening, if that. I'd usually just kind of scamper off and try to do my own thing. But on the weekend, mm-hmm. especially if she wanted to do something together, it was you were you were walking on eggshells all day, trying to avoid stepping on a landmine. That was going to send her off in a whatever explosion over God knew what. Mm-hmm. Over, I mean, it, it could have ranged anywhere from leaving two heels of bread in the bag to, you know, wearing the seatbelt under your arm instead of over your shoulder. I mean, just <laughs> whatever. I mean, whatever dumb shit that you're like, how would you even fight over that? She would find a way. And so it was literally like, like you, you had no idea, you knew that there were landmines all over the place, but you had no idea what was going to set them off. And Mm -hmm. you could be the nicest, most, even that, why are you being so fucking nice? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Like, okay. (laughs) I mean, so it was, you just, you could not ever win. And, and that is a miserable existence and that that leads to what i led to where it's just like well, i'm just done mm-hmm. i'm not it's not even worth it i'm not tiptoeing around this anymore you just i'm stepping off of the land the minefield i'm just going over here by myself mm-hmm. you know blow yourself up i don't give a shit just quit yelling at me mm-hmm. and i think that that's that's what you see a lot and once again this is another thing that you don't really see dudes do well, it. Well, you see dudes with male PMS do it. Oh, gosh, I know. Where there's those dudes that for whatever reason, <laughs> and I, I do not believe in male PMS, by the way. I'm using this ironically as for whatever reason, some guys every once in a while just act like they're ragging. Oh, yeah. For some weird, they just yeah. get in a mood and they act like a fucking chick. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my that's, gosh, that's yeah. what I would say. You're like, what is going on? Why are you acting like a little bitch, dude? Yeah. And they that that's when they like get mad about stuff around the house. They get and it's like, what is, what's going on? Why are you, why are you acting like it's your time of the month? Yeah. And the woman's like, you must be PMSing pretty hard, huh? Yeah, exactly. You know. Oh my god. So there are guys that do it. Oh my my dad did it. <clears throat> my dad did it to us growing up. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it sucked. It was so irritating because it was like, it was just a mood. You know, we didn't call it guy PMS or whatever. We were just like, oh, he's in a gosh. mood today. Yeah. And like, what usually, would cause it? Do you know? Usually it would be like, he would, he would start cleaning. And I don't know why he started cleaning, but like everything that he did, we didn't do good enough or something. And so he would like nitpick us and we're like, you don't do shit anyway. Like now, all of a sudden you're wanting to help out and we don't do whatever you are wanting good enough. Like, are you kidding me? And so I don't know if it was just like, I don't know. It it was, it was any little thing though. I wonder if, if it's like just from a point of frustration. Where it's like, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of something like, like why are there, there's, you know, it's yeah, there's four of us living here. There's 15 coats on the coat rack by the front door. Okay, well, I'm going to put them away. And then you grab one and you're like, oh my gosh, they had, you don't even wear this coat anymore. Why the fuck is this even here? Mm-hmm. Hey, what? can you guys start putting your shit up? And so I, 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 I just assume mm-hmm. that it comes from a point of nobody's taking care of this. I'm going to do it. And then you get angry over the fact that nobody else was doing that one thing. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. Cause it wasn't, cause we weren't like dirty Pigs. people. <laughs> yeah. Or anything like that. Like it was just nitpicking. It mm-hmm. wasn't anything that uh, didn't, it never seemed to have an actual purpose. Mm-hmm. It was just. Can I'm, you give a specific example? Uh, I'm trying to relate to it. To... I know. Well, I'm trying to think like, you know, like. It was always something. It was, I don't know if it was like. Was it, it stuff that like you guys would do and then he would just do and then like you guys sweep and vacuum and clean stuff and then he just decides to do it and was like, why don't you guys ever do this right? Or was it stuff that was kind of getting neglected and overlooked that nobody was doing and he decides to do it and then is like, why is nobody else doing this? No, it was stuff that we already did. Oh, okay. That, that uh, like we would clean the bathroom or whatever and then and then all of a sudden like he he acted like it was like (laughs) like something that he was really trying to help us out like Mm -hmm. oh let's all clean together Mm -hmm. type thing and then he would start cleaning and then he would it was almost like he realized that once he did start cleaning that it is actual work and that like (laughs) You're you're you have to do work mm-hmm. at, to actually clean, and so it was like he would get mad that he was cleaning, but he didn't want to like stop cleaning, so he just got mad at us. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> it was dumb, but yeah, it was every once in a while he would he would do yeah. that. Every once in a while, <clears throat> he would be like, "Oh, great." Here so we it, go. don't and, let him clean. Do not let him clean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and I think that's why I said like the you do see guys that they get into that mood mm-hmm. that every once in a while something happens and I and, wonder if he still gets like that. I don't know. I've never seen him like that. I know. Hopefully, his wife hasn't seen right. him like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. Anyway, walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys get the the same. Shit yeah, I, but I do. I do think predominantly it is men walking on eggshells around. Yeah, with around. women. Uh-huh. Wo- now I know that. Now, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I'd say it's fifty-fifty, but I do think it probably happens more with men than we're actually probably acknowledging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a certain kind of guy. Yeah, I know. I think so too. Yeah, but yeah, predominantly women. I mm-hmm. think so. I think you're right. Uh, so. Another thing that you you shouldn't do or that people do in unhealthy relationships is that they compete with each other. Mm-hmm. And you're on the same team. Yeah. You are on the same team. Why are you wanting to compete with mm-hmm. your partner? Like, you should be able to... They... You should be able to cheer them on. And right. they should cheer you on. You shouldn't compete against each other. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, this was 
my, my ex did this with me, and I didn't even realize that she looked at it this way until it had happened, where, you know, and, and, and I, I tie it really into just the money thing, where, you know, as, as I made money, as I had, for the most part, the majority of our 12-year marriage, 10 years out of the 12, I was the, the quote-unquote breadwinner. Um, doesn't mean that, I mean, she brought money to the table as well, but my job always paid more. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, here's our money. Here's our household income. Here's what we do together. Here's what we have together. And the minute that that flipped, then it was all hers. Mm-hmm. And then it was, well, this is my money. This is my bonus. This is my paycheck. I'm the breadwinner. And I realized at that point in time, looking back, that she was competing with me. And now she thinks she's winning. Mm-hmm. And she's being a very, very sore winner. And we're, we're not on the same team. We were on the same team when it was convenient for her, but we're not on the same team now. Now it is, you know, her versus me. And she, mm-hmm. she made it that way. It was never, I was never like, well, I got a promotion. Where's yours? You need to pick it up. Mm-hmm. It was always, and, and, and looking back, there was always a, a level of contempt. I mean, even like when I got out of the military and, and got my government job and they offered me a pay and I turned it down and told them, no, I want this. And I got it. She was like, why, why did they even give you more? Like, like she couldn't. And I'm like, this is, this is good for us. Yeah. I'm not, I was never the guy that was like, well, this is my money. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize it. Like I said, until it flipped that that's what all that meant. She was like that the whole time. Mm -hmm. And when I would get a promotion in the military, it was, it was, you know, well, if I would have stayed in, I would have been this or the only reason you got. I mean, it could never be. I always looked at it as this is good for us and our family, not me. Mm-hmm. It was just this is good for us. And I think that most men look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I think most men look at the money they bring in is this is for us. Women, for, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, a lot of women when they start to make money, their money is theirs. Mm-hmm. They don't spend it on the husband. They don't, they don't, it's not, doesn't feel like it's his anyway. It's hers. Mm-hmm. And this is why you, you hear those claims of, uh, you don't ever, ever hear a guy brag about being independent because mm-hmm. it's not something to brag about. But women do that and they, they 100% tie that into their own money. Mm-hmm. And you hear women say, well, what do you bring to the table? Well, I have a really good job. Well, guys don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't care because, your money's your money. It's not our money. That's your money. Your that does not benefit me at all. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna have to, you know, buy you these things. I'm still gonna have to provide you these things, and then you just get this fat paycheck to spend on you. <laughs> and so that I'm, I'm speaking in in generalistic terms, but that's really how it goes a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the competition piece, I think, really kind of ties directly into that. And so if you find that. You you can't be happy for your partner because you somehow feel like they're doing better than you. you that's a toxic trait you have. Mm-hmm. And if you notice this in your partner, that's obviously a sign of a very unhealthy relationship. Um, and you need to figure out why. Why do they feel that way? Mm-hmm. What's going on? What, is this some kind of deep-rooted problem where, you know, your your spouse and their siblings had to share an allowance and... You know, the, the uh, well, why is this happening? How, how do you fix this? How is it addressed? How do you get past it? Um, but but the, the competition thing is, is, is huge. And, and it's, it's very painful to watch when you see other couples 
that that do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. It's not good. <clears throat> it's not good at all. Like I said, it, it's like you guys should be there for each other. You are on the same team. It's that's not. It's not right. It's not right for you to to want to do better than your partner or mm-hmm. root against your partner. Yeah. You know, like it is for everything that you do is supposed to be good for both of you. Mm-hmm. Not just one or the other. And, and and I understand like you know, trying to that you 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 both should have your own type of goals or whatever um individually but that should never the end result should still benefit the yeah family the the family yeah Mm -hmm. the two of you or you know or the whole family it it shouldn't put a wedge between the two of you yeah for sure uh oh my gosh yes the next one is one or both of you um, embarrass the other and Excuse this me. happens a lot with couples. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know why these people do this, but it not only embarrasses one or both of you, everybody it's around you, yeah, feels uncomfortable and is embarrassed for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you don't have the common sense to be embarrassed, right? everyone else is yeah. embarrassed for you yeah i i think a lot a lot of couples that do this to each other they ridicule one another they make disparaging remarks they they you know publicly embarrass them or bash them on something um in front of their friends in front of family in front of uh, of whatever else and i, I think it, i think it ties into the competitive nature as well yeah um but you should you should do you should be your spouse's protector Mm-hmm. for that stuff you should not you should never ever find yourself in a position where you are the cause of their pain their discomfort their embarrassment their self-consciousness their um their self-worth you should not be the one that's damaging that at all you mm-hmm. should protect that and protect your partner at all costs um those things happen enough outside of the marriage so you should not be the contributing factor to that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time when you see a couple do this to one another, one of them is trying to get a laugh out of the expense of their partner. And they don't realize how damaging or hurtful it is. When, when I, I'm trying to think of a good example of men doing it to women. But most examples I, I can think of or I've seen firsthand have been women doing it two men i've seen i've had friends whose wives or girlfriends made fun of their their you know the the size of their their the lack of size in their manhood i've seen uh, women make fun of their 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 husbands um sexual abilities i've seen which is completely emasculating for that man and he tries to kind of like laugh it off in good nature and then he may try to say something you know halfway funny as well and you know, be like, well, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it would be better if it wasn't like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, you know, or mm-hmm. something. He tries to like make some kind of quip. And it's just like you said, it's just uncomfortable for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, guys, knock it off. Who? This is, 
you guys obviously have something going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody just kind of uncomfortably laughs. And then behind your back is like, can you believe they said that? I know. The fuck was that about? Why would you even bring that up? I know. Why would you even say, what, how did that even call for it? And, and, and I, I've seen guys, I've seen guys that are like, you know, kind of attack their woman's look or lack thereof or how she's let herself go. Yeah. In that expense or, or something like that, and be like, "Well, he's always look look at look at him over here. He's always checking out girls." And, and he's like, "I used to check you out until you were uncheckable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not worthy of that anymore, or something." And so they just kind of poke at each other, and they just kind of they kind of do that stuff, just trying to push each other's buttons and get a rise out of it. And mm-hmm. it's horribly disrespectful, and it's very very unhealthy. And those are the little things that you think are little time, but. They don't ever forget that. No. They will always remember what you said, how you reacted, and and everybody else's reaction. Or if you if you turn your partner into a laughing stock, like l- let your partner tell the embarrassing story about themselves. Mm-hmm. Not you should not be the one telling the embarrassing right. story. Yeah, like, or, and yeah. and a lot of it is knowing your partner. Uh-huh. I mean, if it's like. If it's like, oh, hey, I'm trying to think of like something that, that I've done that's dumb or embarrassing. If you're like, oh, hey, tell everybody that story about you getting sick on that boat with all those guys in the Navy. Mm-hmm. It's a funny story. It doesn't embarrass me, and I tell the story. Mm-hmm. So you bring it up does, does not embarrass me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to think like if, if there was a, I mean, this hasn't happened, but if, if you were like, hey, tell everybody how last week you shit your pants, you know? <laughs> Or something like that. It's like, yeah. it's like what? what? Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, <laughs> we've known couples that that have done that. Like, you know, well, not shit your pants, but like overshare. I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And you're just like, okay, like we didn't. And that, that's know not even that, to try to get a laugh, had, though. We didn't need to know that she had diarrhea. Yeah. Like, I don't care okay. about your IBS. Yeah. Nobody's asking. Just saying. Okay. She was feeling a little under the weather, is su- suffices it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be like, well, we would have been there, but she would not stop shitting. <laughs> she was pissing out her ass all night. <laughs> it was horrible. I know. Yeah, we don't need that amount of detail. No, 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 we Just do not. Feeling a little under the weather. No okay. more questions. We're not going to ask. Nobody good. will say what's going on. Yeah. Is it her stomach? Does she have the shits? <laughs> Nobody's going to say that, so you don't have to volunteer that up. I know. You know? I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I, I think that, like, with, like, I think, you know how you said, like, uh, women do it and, and all that with the guy's manhood and all that. But, like, I think that guys do it. I think guys do it with, like, um, almost, like, chauvinistic type guys will do, will. Like what? Will do it with, like, how, <clears throat> how dumb their wife is. Or something, you know, and uh, and that's not good either. And then it just makes the girl feel stupid and like like how dumb she is with, mm-hmm. yeah, with just anything. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like an example. Like but... if they're like if they're like uh, if someone's like, hey, how do you spell whatever? And they're like, don't ask her. She's never won a spelling bee or anything. Yeah, something you like know. that. You know, I don't know. I just... She spells car wrong. Uh-huh. Just don't even ask her. Yeah. You know. And, 
you just don't do yeah. that. Like that's so disrespectful to your partner. Well, and, and it goes back to what I said. You, your your partner, your partner should not be the butt of a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, I know. Yep, ridiculing people, embarrassing them, um, getting people to laugh at your partner's expense is is very very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to bounce back from. It really is. That 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 that. Out of all the stuff we've talked about, that's the first one we really hit, I think, that can start to really build a resentment. Yeah. Yes. It and it doesn't seem like a big deal in the moment. No, I know. That's and a lot true. of times, even if you ask a partner today, hey, you know, they sit on here, that's, did that bother you? Most of the time your partner's going to be like, oh, no, because uh-huh. they feel embarrassed that it would even bother them. I know. But it that's does. It eats thing. at them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's very true. I know. And... And that's, that's like a major reason why usually when a fight is a fight and you're like, this came out of nowhere. Yeah. It came, what the fuck? This yeah. like, it, why are you fighting with me? But like all of these little things that ha- have happened and however long mm-hmm. they remember, they yeah. remember. I don't know if it all builds up. I don't know if men always remember that stuff. Do you think men always? Mm-hmm. I think so. But I definitely know women do. Because mm-hmm. women will be like, remember that time that you did this? And you're like, what the fuck? That was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Like, okay. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's... it. You shouldn't ever be... Yeah, make your partner feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. Uh, <clears throat> or you shouldn't... Make your partner the scapegoat, either. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This this is another thing that you see in unhealthy relationships where one partner is always blaming the other partner as to why they can't make it on time, why they can't come to an event, why they can't go out, why they can't, you know, instead of just saying, I don't want to do that, it has to turn into, well, we would have been there on time, but but he wouldn't wake up and we couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. or whatever it is and what you do is it's such a lack even if that's the case i mean even if you were like i i know that, that there's some people like that are like well you don't have to lie for me or or i don't expect you to lie for me once again you should not want people to see your partner in negative light mm-hmm. i mean and even mm-hmm. if if you were like if there was something i really wanted to do and even if it was something beyond your your capacity, even if you were like, even if you got sick, if you got sick and you were throwing up and you were really sick and we couldn't go, I wouldn't say it in a detestable manner. Well, we would have been there, but yeah. Crystal got sick. She had to get sick. She couldn't handle her food. She's throwing up and shitting all night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, and, know. and so, so it is, it is funny. We used to see this a lot. Um, I don't see it that much anymore, but mm. we used to see it a lot where people would be like, we're like, what the fuck happened? Why aren't you guys here? What you said you were coming. Well, we would have, but and then fill in the blank of the person like, oh, I really wanted to go, but they didn't want to, or mm-hmm. they couldn't get their act together. They wouldn't wake up, or or he got too drunk, or he didn't get home in time, or whatever it was. You, you turn your partner into the scapegoat for everything, mm-hmm. and then it just makes everybody mm-hmm. dislike your partner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and your partner has no clue. Yeah, they're you're even they're, they are even in any kind of negative light. Yeah. 
They're and like, I thought we were going over to their house tonight. I'm like, oh no, I told them we weren't coming. And that's not what you said. Mm-hmm. You said we want. I wanted to go, but we couldn't make it because he's an idiot. Yeah, I know. And the the poor idiot is like, okay, I was looking forward. I guess we're not going. <laughs> Has no clue that you just bashed him to everybody. I know. I know. I I think that this happens with both both sexes. Mm-hmm. Though. I think that men and women both are guilty of this. Oh yeah, yeah. And. I, I don't know. I, and I think that it's just like an easy way to, it, I say easy way to get out of stuff, but eventually you turn your partner into this bad person. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's like the people that use their kids as the excuse why mm-hmm. they can't do something because it's an easy excuse. Yeah. That and is probably you, the easiest excuse. Yeah, for if you don't people. have kids, you end up using your partner as the excuse because you just i mean it's it's a complete immature approach of not wanting to take responsibility for a choice or your actions at all mm-hmm. it shows how immature you are to just be like yeah i can't make it because of this thing that threw us off just say couldn't make it sorry yeah if someone says can you go to, I, yeah i just nope can't yeah i don't need to give an explanation there's nothing wrong with yeah. that like not going nobody needs to know the mm-hmm. explanation yeah just let us know yeah like yes the, or no yeah you coming no okay you coming yes cool. great yeah yeah you i know. don't need to know one way or the other i don't care about the journey to get here just yes or no we don't need to know why like mm-hmm. what happened like i don't know i i say that like especially because we have we entertain so much mm-hmm. so so much and it's just like it gets frustrating i know that like women that have that have had a wedding really do know how this feels because people yeah of course don't like, RSVP just yes or no yeah I don't care yeah that you had vacation okay. plans just yeah. you're not coming that's fine it doesn't matter yeah okay cool like I don't have to pay for another freaking yeah plate of food and like, pe- people react to that like the person sending the invite is going to be like why can't you make it yeah yeah. And if you are one of those people that does that, you're a piece of shit. Oh my, I know, right? Because there are people that are oh, like that. Oh yeah. Well, we were, we were. Why couldn't you guys make it? We just couldn't. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but why? Oh, that's annoying. None of your business. Yeah, we're not like that. At yeah. least. But we want to know. Just yes or no. Yeah. Not, yes or not no. why. I don't care. It doesn't care matter. The yeah. It doesn't matter why. Just yes or no. Just mm-hmm. tell us. Like, we're cool if you. Tell us no. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually appreciate when people are like, oh, dang, I can't make it. Yeah. You know, and like. And, right away. Yeah. And say they can't. Right oh, away. man, we'd love to go, but you know, can't. Yeah. That's okay. Totally and, fine. Yeah. And I think it, it's funny because I do think, I mean, there are sometimes when I'm, when I'm like, I do feel like I owe them an explanation. Mm-hmm. I know. There's sometimes when I'm like, I don't owe them an explanation. We just can't go. Mm-hmm. Then there's others where it's like. I'm like, yeah, we, we really would want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not making an excuse. I, we will be out of town. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, I would never <clears throat> throw you under the bus. Yeah, no, no. You know, whether it was no. true or not. Right. Yeah, I know. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, people that make their partner a scapegoat, like... It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not a healthy thing to do. You need to stop doing it if you're doing it. It's ridiculous. Uh, so the next one is find your financial goals are 
complete opposites. Yeah. This this is that couple who, you know, she's like, we've got to stop spending money. we got to set this aside. We need to get a new car. We need to save, you know, 3% for a down payment on a new home. We need to do this. And he's constantly planning vacations or spending money on shoes and rims and, you know, stupid shit that does not improve the family's quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um so when you have two people with completely different financial goals, you know, and this could even be the person that's like, we need to save. I want to have enough money saved for retirement. And the other person's like, you know, it'll all work out. Gosh, I know. You're not on the same page. I mean, mm-hmm. so you so you have to have the same financial goals. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We were We were like trying to, we were talking about this one and it was like, do we say financially irresponsible? And we, we ended up saying no to that because I think that there, cause there could be one person that is more responsible than the other. And, but have being on the opposite ends of your financial goals and everything is not good for your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. I think that, I do think that, um, the somebody should be financially responsible too. I do believe that, but I think that both of you need to be financially responsible. Yeah, they do. But but I do I do I do know the couples that you know one of them's like you know what I suck at money. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they handle everything because yeah, I can't. And just, it, once again, at least you acknowledge there's a problem, and you know that somebody else needs to curb that. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. I don't have as big a problem with that as the person that acts like they're financially responsible and is not Mm -hmm. or the person that is only financially responsible when it's a completely selfish reason Mm -hmm. when it's like we we need money for this but no 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 oh hold on you know there's a new purse coming out next month (laughs) stop spending money i've got to get that purse yeah you know so so when it's a selfish reason it's just as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. But being on the page, same page financially. I mean, and that's one of the things like like we do. We 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 will spend you know a decent amount of money on hobbies or trips or something like that. But we never blindside Mm-mm. one another. It's never like, hey, we're trying to save up money to make this improvement on the house. Oh. Well, by the way, I just spent three thousand dollars on a comic book, so that's gonna have to wait. <laughs> I you know, know, we don't do that. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Yeah, we, yeah, we, so we, we. We talk about those things. Yeah. And, we stay aligned. And, we don't let yeah. it. We we've never argued about money. Mm-mm. You know. No. Uh-uh. And I think a lot of that is because you just have to be on the same page with it. You don't yeah. want to fight about money. You have to have the same goals. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it applies to everything. You don't want to fight about sex. You need to have the same sex drive. You don't want to fight about kids. You need to have the same outlook on kids and parenting mm-hmm. you don't want to fight about money you need to have the same outlook and views on money mm-hmm. it's when you have different perspectives and different views and uncommonality is where it goes back to what we talked about last week opposites don't attract that's when those things become an issue mm-hmm. and so if you and if you you know now once again if you're on the flip side of that that works really well if you both are smart and not dumbasses <laughs> if you're both <laughs> stupid as shit you're just going to each dig yourself a hole. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. I was thinking that, too. You know? Like, Yeah. That's why I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to be financially responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 
I yeah, mean, but and, you both have to be. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. And hopefully, you can. I know that you said you know I'm, uh, you know some people are you know just you handle that mm-hmm. whatever. And and if the, if if you if one person ha- person handles that and then you handle other stuff in the relationship, I think that that's a good split or a good you know com I don't know not compromise, but it's 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 good to to kind of level each other out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, it's playing to your strengths and identifying and working around your weaknesses. Yes, that's yes. all it is, which is fine. Yeah. It is, and I think it is a form of compromise. But it, it once again, acknowledging the weakness is good. Mm-hmm. It's pretending it's not there and not caring that it's there when mm-hmm. it becomes a problem. Yeah. When it's like, look, I, I can't carry credit cards around. It's burning a hole in my wallet. Do not let me have the credit card. Mm-hmm. You need to give me an allowance every week if you want me to be responsible. Mm-hmm. You have to force your hand. I, I'm the same way when it comes to food. food yeah. I can't I can't be around bad food. I do not have the willpower to not eat five bags of chips if we have five bags of chips. So I'm not a big boy when it comes to that. You have to keep the chips out of the fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> or have little bags. Yeah. Because you won't open a yeah. little bag. So it's not about it. pretending like you're strong when you're weak. It's about identifying the weakness and alleviating it. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Adapt and overcome. <laughs> what is that from? Well, it's just a famous military saying. Oh, I thought that it was like from a movie. I wonder well, I mean, they've said it in a hundred movies. I'm sure, they I'm, just... I'm sure they have. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I know. Uh, <laughs> emotional instability. Oh my gosh. This I kind of tie this into the dumbass post of the week a little bit. I do too. I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. And that that uneven temperament uh-huh. that we talked about initially. Yes. yes. It's the same thing. If you had cuz and you even kind of hit on it about that that first one about how draining that would be yes. to always talk that person off the ledge. Uh-huh. But that that's how this is with this emotional instability. If you have someone you know we we did an episode not too long ago about the something person. Yeah, maybe within the last year. And uh, I need to re-listen to that. But but it's really about that individual that there's just always something going on. Mm-hmm. Like they just can't seem to get a break. That the world's always crashing down. That when it rains, it pours. And, and you find out that people that go through this, damn near 100% of the time, bring Every bit of that on themselves. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that adversity doesn't hit the best of people, but I am saying that there are people when one negative thing happens, they curl up in the fetal position and then bring on 10 more bad things to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, these are weak people that don't know how to recover, that don't know how to get back on the horse, that don't know how to pick themselves up. And they are a very emotionally high maintenance partner. And what ends up happening in that is any positivity that your partner that has to help you out may have, you suck that out of them. Oh my you gosh, um, yes. you completely drain your partner where their 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 outlook on life, their positive attitude, who they are, is almost unrecognizable over time mm-hmm. because they are having to use every bit of their emotional stability to control your crazy AE name ass. Mm-hmm. and deal with all of your shit all the time. Yeah. Um, whether this is illness, whether this is grief, whether this is, you know, whatever. And and, and this and, and part of the problem that, that, that people find themselves now 
a days is you're not really allowed to say anything no. about it. If you've got a partner that, and, and once again, it's, it's typically the woman that, that I've seen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen to men. I'm sure it does. But what I've seen is, is the woman who claims or gets some kind of quote unquote diagnosis that she you know, has some kind of mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And now the husband is not allowed to be like, yeah, I'm done. I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she's like, well, you you did sign up for this because we took a vow through sickness and health for better or worse. And this is the worst. And you're going to leave me at my worst. And it's like, yeah, I didn't know I was marrying three people. <laughs> Yeah, like last week's... Uh, I made that commitment to the non-crazy version yeah. of you. Yeah, like last week's dumbass post. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I'd have met these other two personalities, Little Miss Negativity and Little Miss Can't Get My Shit Together, I probably wouldn't have said those vows. I know. Um, and then you're painted an asshole if you're like, yeah, I left. She was just too much. It was always something. She was fucking bipolar one week. She was depressed the next week. She was sick the next week. She just could not get her shit together, and it was, I've aged 20 years in the last 10. I know. And it's, I mean, it's horribly unhealthy. Yeah. Um, and if you have a partner, and, and the pro- part of the problem with this is, is those people that are doing that, they admit and know what they're doing, but they aren't taking any real tangible steps to fix it. To get better. They just want to continue to bitch and complain about it. And they it's it's a weird thing to see because it's from the outside looking in, and I'm sure that they would absolutely disagree with this, but from the outside looking in, it appears that you actually get some kind of joy out of being so miserable. Mm-hmm. I know. Like you, you want to be able to share all the bad stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. How, how have you been? When, when someone says that, how's things going? Nobody really fucking cares. <laughs> we don't want to hear your sob story. But this is the person when someone says, how's everything going? Like, oh, uh, well, it all started about three months. And you're like, oh, fuck me. Why did I even ask? I don't give a shit. And this person is going to sit there and just boo-hoo, sad sack around for two hours. Yeah. And like, yeah, that sounds awful. You poor thing. Uh-huh. And and if you're seeing this person do it on social media, don't ask. I know. Don't even bring it up. Just that's what I do. I'm just like, hey, good to see you. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you how you are. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know. I know. I know. And and so I think that but this emotionally drained it, and it's it, they are a drain to everybody around them. It's not just their poor partner. It's everybody around them. Your family gets sick of it. Your friends get sick. People, you will find, and, and then you'll be like, "I feel so alone." And it's like, yeah, you are alone, because you you are the reverse side of the magnet that is not going to stick to anybody. You're just repelling yourself, and and nobody wants to deal with that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then you get painted as the bad friend or the person that doesn't care. And and meanwhile, this person that has all this emotional in- instability, they are literally the boy that cried wolf. I know. It's like, well, I don't know what to be. I don't know what to be concerned about because you have so much shit going on. I should have to be concerned all the fucking time, and I don't. It's not my job. I was not put on this planet to be concerned about you every day. And yeah. if that makes me a bad friend, I'm an awful friend. Well, that's what you have your spouse for. 
Yeah, well, and, but you're you're draining your spouse. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You are and your spouse me. will eventually pull away too. Yeah, they'll be like, "Fuck this, mm-hmm. I'm done. I can't leave, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to distance myself." Mm-hmm. Hey, I can't come home tonight. I'm working late. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I meant to call you all day today, but I was busy. Mm-hmm. You start to see them disconnecting in other ways, where they're not spending time with you, they're not communicating with you. Um, and it kind of ebb and flows. You'll see them kind of like start to feel guilty about it and re-engage for a little bit. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Because they, they recharge. They, they, they pull themselves That's away true. to recharge. Uh-huh. And I think it's a natural survival instinct. I don't think it's anything they do to be a dick or an asshole mm-hmm. or a insensitive, uncaring partner. They have to literally pull themselves away because you are draining them so bad. They have to be able to recharge somehow. And unfortunately, they can't recharge around your fucking emotionally draining ass. Mm -hmm. So they have to recharge on their own, away from you, with other people. They're going to find another support person because you aren't strong enough to be their support person. Mm -hmm. So they're going to find somebody else to go talk to. They're going to end up going to their own therapy. They're going to end up communicating more with their parents or their friends or their brothers and their sisters or whoever it is that they're going to communicate with because you aren't strong enough to handle the communication right now. And so they have to do that to recharge. And then they'll get recharged and they start to feel guilty. Like maybe I have been kind of stepping back and I said, all right, I'm going to get back involved. And then you just drain again. And it's like, okay, time to disengage. And so it becomes this 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 horribly <laughs> yeah, destructive behavior. Um and, and it's awful for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. Fix your shit. Yeah. Really, though. You know? I know. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's awful to be in that type of situation with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, as helpless as they feel going through it, you feel equally helpless because there's really nothing you can do. There isn't anything you can do. Yeah. Aside from it negatively impacting you. Yeah. I know, and and as much as you can try to be supportive and everything, again, like like you said, like I said, it's draining. Mm-hmm. It is. It will drain you, and you will eventually have had enough. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just not good. Oh yeah, at all. I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, you can't what? say it nowadays. You yeah. can't say this stuff nowadays. You can't. You can't be like. I don't want to be with somebody that is emotionally unstable Unstable. because it's frowned upon. It's more than frowned upon. Yeah. (laughs) He he left you because why? Yeah. What a piece of shit. You know. When really he's not. Yeah. He's not a piece of shit. Self-preservation. Yeah. And the people that do this, they they will take... One step forward, five steps back, mm-hmm. just to keep the drain going. I don't think they do it intentionally, but they'll be like, oh, I'm dealing with this. I have this issue right here. I'm dealing with my own self-esteem, whatever. I'm dealing with my own self-esteem. Okay, uh, to get over that, I've decided to um, eat healthy, whatever. I- I'm eating healthy. But then, well, now nobody I work with likes me anymore, and I'm, I'm fighting with, with my my sister, and, um, you know, and, and, you know, I'm having these issues with work and it's like, oh my gosh, just can't two things good happen in a row. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be one decent thing happens and then five bad things happen? I know. Yeah, it's true. And, and that's why I say, that's why they're like, and they, they, they have the, the most, um, 
prominent victim mentality of anybody you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't know why this is happening to me. Hmm. What did I do to deserve this? And it's like, it's in your tone. Mm -hmm. You are literally willing this on yourself. Oh, gosh, I know. You get what you put out there. And you're putting out sadness, depression, anxiety, issues. And it's all going to come back at you. I know. You have to break your own cycle. It's not up to anybody else. Mm-hmm. You have to break it. I know. What's funny is like, because you're not really a big person on like, like, uh, like positive energy and, and all of that type of stuff or, or like, um, like, what is it? Like words of affirmation mm-hmm. type things and, and all that. But, <clears throat> but I do think that like a big a big thing is your outlook on on life and on and everything and if you are so negative about everything in your life everything in your life is going oh, to yeah. be negative and if you are are positive i would say it's a good chance that most things are going to be positive in your life mm-hmm. and so um i don't know it's just yeah and it's funny cuz i'm I'm. I am not. I don't. I don't believe in the words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But I do believe. I've always. I've always believed actions. Mm-hmm. M- maybe actions of affirmation. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. I would. I don't know if I'd really call it that. But I don't. I don't believe in the. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I. I think that's a waste of time. And I think that if you're that weak that you have to look yourself in the mirror and give yourself a pep talk, that's a sign of weakness. Instead of looking yourself in the mirror or giving yourself words of affirmation of, you can do this, you've got this, just go fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Your actions are going to speak volumes over you telling yourself something. That's true. So that's what I believe that, in. That is very true. Is just do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you Nike. Know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Quit talking about it. Quit pepping yourself up. Just go do it. Yeah. You know, I know, and, and so, and and that's where I see that. You know, people you see it all the time, especially in fitness. People are like, "Oh my gosh, I was so depressed." But once I started working out, I felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. You think? Mm-hmm. Because that is the ultimate antidepressant. Yeah, stay ultimate, active. <laughs> antidepressant, the ultimate action. Yes. To, yeah. Just take an action. Yes, I know. Well, go and, for a fucking walk. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it, it makes you feel just move so much if, better. If you sit at work all day and you're depressed and you're upset about your lot in life, and then you get home or you close your computer and you flip on your TV or you start playing your video game and you're that just stuck in a rut, you are choosing to stay in that rut. Just turn everything off. Go get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Go for a fucking walk. Yeah. Oh go, my I mean, gosh. you don't have to go lift weights for two hours or go for a four mile jog. Just go move. Yeah. yeah. Just step away. Yes. I mean, exactly. that's one of the things that like, I, I would see, like, even when I worked in an actual office setting, the women that went for a walk at lunch were in a way better mood than the women that got to work, sat at their desk, and then went and sat in the break room. And looked at their phone and bitched to their coworkers, and then went back out to work. If they got out, put their sneakers on, and went for a walk around the building, they were in a good mood all day. Yeah, that's crazy. I never so, really been move. thought about that. I mean, I like when I wasn't working out. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think like what, if if you were always a pretty positive person, though. I know. Yeah. Even probably when you shouldn't, you had a reason not to be. I you know. were still. 
And and there are people that are just like that. I that just, just always I always thought I don't want to bring any of my negative shit to work. Well, and and not everybody. You don't have the feel sorry for myself mentality, mentality. at all. I know I don't. And that's if you have that mentality, you need to recognize it and uh-huh. do what you have to to fix it. Yeah, that's another identifying the weakness uh-huh. and do what you have to to overcome it. Yes, yes. adapt and overcome. <laughs> Say it again. Yes, yes, I know. Adapt, readapt, reapt. <laughs> that's from the office. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it mm-hmm. was. That's funny. I know. But kind of like it kind of goes, it's kind of a good segue into our last one, which is letting yourself go. Mm-hmm. When when two partners or one partner or whatever lets themselves go, it is a sign that you are in an unhealthy relationship now if you had already let yourself go before Before, the relationship that we're not talking to your fat ugly ass (laughs) we're talking about (laughs) oh my god we're talking about those of you that really had it all together Mm -hmm. and then your self-care just went out the window and this and we've had people reach out that have talked about you know, my wife doesn't shower anymore. Mm-hmm. She won't shave her big old bush. Mm-hmm. You know, so there there is the high hygiene side of self care. Mm-hmm. There is the the physical aspect of self care. There's the daily routine of putting yourself together. Self care. Mm-hmm. So there's different avenues of self care. And when you have someone, and the reason this happened is because there's no motivation. To bring the best version of yourself. Exactly. So why is that motivation gone? And that's what you really have to figure out. Why Why did I decide I don't care about my appearance anymore? Mm-hmm. Why Why do I, Why do does it bother me that I've gained all this weight and I look like crap and now I'm going to great lengths to tell everybody that I've accepted this? Because you haven't. Mm-hmm. You're lying. We all know you're lying. Everybody's going to tell you you're not lying. Everybody's going to tell you how brave and courageous it is to sit back and let yourself go like that that's not what anybody really thinks though. And we know you don't think that, mm-hmm. you know? And so why has that happened? What did, what happened with your relationship or your life that you now have settled to not be the best version of who you can be? You're not reaching your potential. You're not, not even close to tapping your potential in that. And that affects so many at people People don't understand it until they go through it. People don't understand how the pride and the sense of confidence and the um, the outlook on life and the attitude you have when you take care of yourself, how mm-hmm. big that is in every aspect of your life, your work, your career, your sex life, your home, your financial gain, your friendships, your relationships, your your partnerships, all of that is positively impacted when you do the work that it takes to be the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. you aren't going to feel good eating like shit, being lazy like shit, acting like shit, looking like shit. Nobody, you, why would you feel good? Yeah. You're not supposed to feel good. Those are all signs pointing to you should feel like shit. Mm-hmm. So once you start taking that seriously, that's what's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, why does this happen? Why? Why? What is, why did the motivation go away? W- were you always a lazy person just waiting to get out and it was literally that you were able to kind of squeak by enough and now you don't have to? I mean, that's kind of how it's painted. 
is... I mean, that's how that, that's how it kind of was like personally for me mm-hmm. whenever when I was in my previous relationship, you know, because I was in shape. I was an athlete mm-hmm. and I was with and then I was with my ex and he was probably draining um, to to deal with mm-hmm. as uh, an addict, I guess, was probably <clears throat> the most draining part about it. But like you you just become depressed mm-hmm. and you don't care. Right. And that is a big sign that you're in an unhealthy relationship is when you don't care even about yourself. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like and and I think that like coming out of it and not being that person anymore, you really see it. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, it's just like you don't recognize it as it's much. Like, well, yeah. Whatever. Like I'm I'm here and like and 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 like you said, you you feel like I have I'm accepting this. Mm-hmm. I'm accepting that this is how my life is going to be and. We're here to tell you, you don't have to accept that. Yeah. You don't have to accept well, and, it. And th- that's just a common thing nowadays. I mean, I, I, it's funny because I'm seeing it. I mean, I just turned 46. I don't have problems getting out of bed. I don't have problems with aches and pains. I don't have problem with mobility. I don't have problem feeling depressed. And, and I see people on social media that are, you know, 10 to 20 years younger than me being like, I can't party like I used to. <laughs> and it, this is what happens when you're 28 and you try to get out of bed and they're showing them all hunched over. And I'm like, what are you doing to yourself to where you're that beat up? Mm-hmm. And then when I see people that I went to school with or I graduated with or that are my age that look 10 to 15 to 20 years older than me, I'm like, what do you do? I haven't had a cushy life mm-hmm. by any means necessary. It's not genetics. There's, you know, there's, there's, I was just looking at old photos of like my grandparents that I believe were about the age I am now and they still looked like grandparents. I don't look like a grandparent. No. I have friends I went to high school with that are grandparents. They look like fucking grandparents. Mm-hmm. Why? What did you do? What, what, and, and the common denominators is not taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I drink. Mm-hmm. I drink. I party. I have a good time, but I also put in a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, for the most part, even through those vices that I indulge in occasionally, my health and fitness is the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, nine times out of ten, you know, it, it's it's making those right decisions. And so, but I'm seeing more and more people just looking at it like, well, this is just what happens mm-hmm. when you, no, this is what you allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all going to get older. Yes, you cannot outrun father time but that does not mean you throw in the towel when you're 30 years old (laughs) and i mean that's what people are like you're how old Mm -hmm. like how old is your son you turned how old how how old are you and i'm like oh i'm 46 they're like what Mm -hmm. really like they then they, they look as old as me and they're 30 yeah you know yeah and it the older i get the actual more fun it is. <laughs> yeah. I um, think that that's probably how it will be for me too. Yeah. Cause I don't, the, the age thing doesn't bother me yeah. at all. I, mm-hmm. it doesn't, I don't feel old. I don't feel 
you know, I don't feel 46. I remember what, when I was younger, and I remember what 46-year-olds look like. Yeah. Looked like. And mm-hmm. I think people are like, well, you're just lucky. Well, no, it's not. It's not luck. Mm-hmm. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't you didn't get unlucky and get fat and out of shape and bad knees and bad hips and bad backs. You did that intentionally. Or over time, I wouldn't say intentionally. Yeah. Not you allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an accident. You right, allowed exactly. it to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's not an accident that I feel great mm-hmm. and that I, you know, take care of myself. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, somebody was saying something. We were on a interview one time and they were like, well, you can't have oh, muscles forever. Yeah. Says who? Yeah. Why not? I know. I know. I mean. I know that it, it gets fuck, harder. Hulk Hogan does, just turned 70 years old. It gets harder, <laughs> like, as you get older. I mean, even, like, watching the Arnold the mm-hmm. Arnold docu-series or whatever, like, you know, that, he, but he still fucking looks amazing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you're not going to look like you're 20, and that's oh not what I'm gosh, saying. No, yeah. But there's. But you could still look great. Yeah. You could still but look even and feel great. Hogan was saying, he goes, he goes, all the guys I grew up with, mm-hmm. he's like, they all look like they're 95. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And he's 70. And he's 70. He yeah. just turned 70. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I think that, yeah, I mean, you are, you are in control of that, yeah. though. I mean, I know you're not in control of your age, obviously, but you're in co- control of how well you take care of yourself mm-hmm. and how old you're going to feel yeah. and how old you're going to look. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's up to you. Yeah. Well, another thing that I wanted to bring up with, like, letting yourself go is, is that, like, so many people, and I probably brought it up before on the podcast, but so many people say that, oh, you you gained a little bit of weight. You must be, you must be happy in your marriage or whatever. You know, like, like you're you're eating well because because you're married now, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that that <laughs> that's not. You should not let that happen. Don't let yourself go. Yeah. Like, you, yes, you can indulge here and there, but, like, don't make it to the point where you you stop caring about yourself. And you stop caring about, even, I, I, I don't know, like, I know that a lot of women would probably disagree with me, but I love to take care of myself and make myself pretty for you Mm -hmm. and so that's how dating is that goes back to what i said that's the motivation what happened in your relationship and 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 i know i know there's some people that'll be like that's horribly unhealthy Mm -hmm. you should do that for you Mm -hmm. and it's it's a 50 50 Mm -hmm. you know i i take care of myself because i want to look good for me but i also want to look good for you yeah that that's how i am and I, I, that's how I think most people are that are in a relationship and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But there is still a piece of motivation there that's like, well, you look good and take care of yourself. So I'm not going to I'm not going to let maybe we are in competition with each other. And I didn't realize it. <laughs> I'm not going to let myself go. She ain't letting her. I'll let myself go when she lets herself go. <laughs> I ain't going to be the first one. No, no. But but I, but there there is a level of motivation there of. Whether it's the chemistry, the passion, the sexuality, the the perception of, of of whatever, 
I mean, if if you if you really are truly like, well, I've you know, I don't care, and we still have hot sex. Okay, try doing it in front of a mirror and tell me would somebody pay to watch that? I doubt it. <laughs> oh my god! I doubt it. That's the ultimate test. <laughs> oh my gosh! Actually, I'll take that back because there are some freaks that would probably pay to watch anything. <laughs> yeah. If we've learned that in the porn industry of the last twenty years, there's a market for everything. Uh-huh. So strike that. <laughs> But, you know, I, I think that the, the motivation is there. The, the, the motivation to be, she's looking at us I in know, the reflection the and whining. Reflection. Yeah. yeah, I see you whining. We're almost done. Calm down. Look at her. <laughs> I know. She's a little shit. Um, but the motivation is there because of the, the expectations we have of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not settling. We didn't settle for each other. We're not settling this marriage. I'm not going to settle for a substandard or average looking body, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and the older you get, the more important it is to stay in shape. But the plus side is the older the, you get, the easier it is to look better than everybody else because everybody else is just letting themselves <laughs> go. Up, yeah. So if you just do the bare minimum, you're going to look way better than everybody else your age. Yeah. That's what I'm finding out. Because <laughs> I'm not doing something over <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah, I'm just eating right and staying active uh-huh. and it pans out yeah which just shows to me how the majority of people don't just do that I know. you eat like an asshole all the time and you are very inactive yeah <clears throat> uh-huh. and i have uh-huh. zero sympathy for people younger the older i get the the less sympathy i have for people younger than me oh yeah like get your shit together yeah come on you're 23 mm-hmm. get out yeah and i didn't look like this at 23 yeah. I look like them. Yeah. Yeah. But, and everybody's like, it's not too late. It's not too late. And, and there will be a time when it is too late. That mm-hmm. That's the thing. Because people say, oh, it's never too late to change. Yes, it, it will be. At some point in time, it, can be. it will be too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't wait till that. I know. Yeah. I will never have to, I will never have to wait for a doctor to tell me what to do. I know. Really? I will never have to wait until I have a, a scare or a triple bypass to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't, but, but, don't let yourself go. Yeah. And, and, and I guess going back to the original point is, is I, I tie it back in. There's something that happened that took the motivation away to take care of yourself mm-hmm. in your relationship. Identify it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think with all of these stuff, I know we've been going for like an hour and a half. The things with all this is there's nothing that we talked about that's not fixable. Right. That's the thing. It's not about, oh, if you identified these, get out. Mm-hmm. They are all fixable if you're both willing or you're the problem willing to fix them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about desire. It's all about desire and will and the dedication and discipline to fix any of it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the financial stuff, the self-care stuff, the, you know, if you're embarrassing your partner, quit embarrassing them. If you're you know, blowing money, quit blowing money. If you're yeah. eating like a dick, quit eating like that. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, all of these things we stopped about, they are patterns of behavior that you can change. You and your partner can change. You just have to decide, are you willing to f- fix it? Are you willing to be flexible? And is the worth, is the relationship we're saving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know all of that. And do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. I think that uh, it was definitely uh, a, a good topic, very mm-hmm. good topic. Needed a very needed episode for 
a lot of couples out there mm-hmm. and um and hopefully hopefully those couples that need to hear it are listening yeah unhealthy and, relationships can be very healthy yeah and and if you know somebody that is in an unhealthy relationship send them our way yeah you know tell tell them about the podcast hopefully it could help help other couples actually reach good to have a good healthy relationship yep um but do you have anything else nope not at all all right well as always thank you all so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week thanks Thank you.